The first thing I said was, I didn't have sex with them. Hello! And welcome to the latest episode of the Bad Times Good Stories Podcast. My name is Joe Flanders. I hope you are having a wonderful week. I hope you had a nice 4th of July if you were celebrating. I hope that uh, you didn't injure yourself with a firework, firecracker, bottle rocket, uh, Roman candle. Those are the ones that always scare me, the ones that you like hold and then it shoots out. Anyway, I didn't hurt myself, thankfully. Um, it was a nice time. Uh, I am excited to share with you guys today's episode with comedian Lynn Sun. She is my new favorite person. She's a delight. Uh, she's had a very interesting life. She just got into comedy um, a little over a year ago, and she's 39. She's a single parent, and uh, yeah, she had a lot of different careers before she got into uh, stand-up. Most notably, she would give massages and happy endings. She uh, talks about it pretty openly in her stand-up and uh, in our conversation. She talks about why she did it um, and uh, why she kept doing it and why she stopped doing it. Spoiler alert, uh, it was not the multiple arrests that, that she found herself in. It was the fact that she was just tired of looking at dicks. And I sure as hell don't blame her. She, she earned that money. Um, it's just a great conversation. Uh, I laughed a lot. And um, yeah, she also explains how she's a, a single parent and juggling being a single parent and doing stand-up. Um, this was just a, this is a really good conversation. So I hope you enjoy it. If you do, please give us that four stars on iTunes. We are up to 68. And a big shout-out to Links. 2442 and scuns 18 thank you both so much for leaving a review on the itunes those comments mean so much to me it's not easy doing a, a show entirely on your own and i'm not complaining i love doing it but uh sometimes it does feel like you're just putting this stuff out into the void and uh it's really nice to know that uh that people enjoy the show and appreciate the conversations that i'm having so, if you enjoy them, please leave me, a, leave me a comment. It really, it means the world. On a bad day, that can really just brighten it all up and uh, remind me why I love doing this. So, thank you to both of you for doing that. I really appreciate it. And uh, you can also email me at badtimesgoodstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Share your bad times, and I may just read them on the air. And uh, you can check out BadTimesGoodStoriesPod.com for past episodes, merch, and a link to the Patreon page. That merch, I've got uh, coffee mugs, t-shirts, tote bags, all the good stuff. So, uh, yeah, any number of ways to support me and this show. That's all I've got for now. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Len Sun. Oh, you used to gamble? I used to play poker. Yeah? But, like, not like, you know, not like I was, my rent was, I was using my rent money oh, for that's it. Good. Not like that. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. I, you know. <laughs> yeah. How'd you do? I was, at the small, I was okay. I started reading books. I wanted to do it professionally at one point. I, yeah. I started reading books about it, and I started getting all, like, skillful at it. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, damn, this is expensive. Yeah. What was, like, what's the what's the largest you ever lost in a night? <laughs> like 700 bucks. 700 bucks? Okay. <laughs> a poker table. Okay. Sad. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing, though. Mm. You know, I was just playing on luck. But this was when I was also still doing massages. I don't know if we're already recording. Yeah, we are. We oh, are. We're, okay. we're in yeah, it now. Yeah. So <laughs> when I was doing, I was already giving hand jobs for a living. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We got a lot to unpack this week. Yeah. Yeah. So I was making, <laughs> so I was making a lot of money. So it didn't really matter. Oh, but, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were a responsible gambler. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then what you, did you get out? Cause you're like, maybe this would get unresponsible. Like, maybe I'm going to. You know, Why'd you get out? I can't even remember. I think it was just because I started um, just changing my mind. You know, like you just yeah. get out, you know, 
Sure. Yeah, I was over it. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I'm going to do something else. Mm-hmm. You know, because the my soul is entertainment industry. So like acting, comedy, writing, you know. Right. So the poker was just like a pastime that I thought was going to be. Well, amazing. and it's it's like most things like, you know, the professionals do it like 24-7. You they know? sure do. And then that's when you realize like, oh, my passion is performing. <laughs> I know. My hobby maybe that I like doing on the weekends yeah. with some friends is playing poker, <laughs> yeah. you know. Because you're like, oh, I don't want to work that hard to do yeah. poker, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I played yeah. a lot in, in high school and college yeah. uh, Texas Hold'em because that was like when it blew up on ESPN. Oh, and, like okay. Chris Moneymaker won the title yeah. and all that stuff. And uh, I probably played... I'm, I'm going to guess if I played a thousand games of poker, I won 502 of those times. <laughs> <laughs> I basically broke even. <laughs> well, that's good. At least you yeah. didn't lose money. So it was definitely purely a hobby for me. But you didn't uh, play at casinos. No, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like $10, $20 buy-ins with friends, oh, you know? Yeah, it's really just an excuse to hang out more than anything. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. It's fun. Know? Yeah. I, I definitely... I've got an expressive face, so I think I had some pretty obvious tells. I know. Oh! I know. (laughs) You're like nothing. (laughs) But people said that my poker face was that I'm always smiling. Really? They couldn't tell the difference. Oh, just always. Yeah, because I'm always like jolly, you know, even if I (laughs) was Just happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, this is fun. This is fun. And they'd be like, oh, you're such... It'd be all dudes, you know? Yeah. You know, all dudes and Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And like, this was like 10 years ago and I was like really young and like sexy back in those days, you know, and I'd be like, oh, I'm like one of the dudes. That doesn't come as a surprise to me. Yeah. And then the guys, <laughs> the guys are like, you're not one of the dudes. <laughs> but I thought I was. You oh, know? okay. I'm like, oh, I thought they were my friends. You know, yeah, like, I didn't they just know. want your money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was, you know, just always happy. So they didn't know if I was winning or losing or what. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know what I was holding. So yeah. you're good with your, your coffee? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm. Like 12 years old and drink juice boxes, so. <laughs> You're like my son. My son. Yeah. My girlfriend started getting them for me, and it's just like, oh, there's only eight grams of sugar in one of these. Well, this is better than Coke. It is better than Coke. You know? And I'm getting my, Coke. I don't know, vitamin C. Yeah. Your sugar, your sugar fix. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? So, mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, okay. So, this is fun. Um, friend of the show, Caitlin Allen. Yes. Uh, paired us together, and... Yes. All that I know <laughs> about you uh-huh. is that you are a single parent, yes. and the circumstances that led to you being a single parent are uh-huh. interesting, to uh-huh. say the least. Yes. And also, you got arrested uh, giving hand jobs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, hello. How are you? <laughs> nice to meet you. Exactly. Yes. Real yes. pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's a lot oh to unpack. God. Obviously, yeah. uh, there's more to your story than Jesus. those two things. But this is why I love doing this show. You, and you know what? It's so like, I, and I'm not even sad about any of it, you know? No, and that's Which great. is the cool part. Like, yeah. because it could easily be like a sad memoir, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it's not. Yeah. It's comedy. It's freaking hilarious. But okay, so what should I tell you first? Well, so, before oh, we get to all that stuff, yeah. I mean, just where, 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 uh, like, where did you grow up? I grew up in L.A. Oh, you were? Okay, so yeah. you born and raised in L.A.? I was born in Thailand. Oh, wow. Okay. But I was here when I was six months old. So. Okay. So. Yeah. So, you, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I basically. I, I spent the first year of my life in Arizona. I have no recollection <laughs> yeah, of Arizona. No. Ohio is home. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so okay. Totally. All right. So, then they, so they came here. Yes. With you. Yes. Uh, so, you grew up here. And um, when, I mean, what was your life like then? very poor yeah we were so wait well so my dad was actually um he was a director and editor and producer for cambodian music videos oh wow so he he that's where i got the show business stuff from yeah Yeah. so he got he did all that and he you know had the big dream and was like Mm -hmm. we're gonna go and be in la and do this whole thing but it ended you know struggling artists so my we ended up being really poor well i don't i don't want to um it seemed is there a big market for Cambodian music videos? No. <laughs> <laughs> but he had a dream. <laughs> no, like, more power to him. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just yeah. sitting here thinking like poor mm. and Cambodian. I could see that adding I could up. See how. But you know what? He also was like, you know, I want to write for American movies. Yeah, wanna, yeah. You know, so that uh-huh. was his big dream, you know, because he had a big imagination. He was, even though he was angry and abusive, he was mm. like, 
intelligent and you know yeah all that good stuff so so did so he we come to born. la to do cambodian music videos he sure did and okay. then he met we got scammed by some guy that said he was an american producer oh, and wanted to like read <laughs> you, you hate this like the, not your first time hearing that story but yeah. yeah so he had high hopes and but we were when, okay so a lot of times when because i'm asian obviously so when uh i say i was poor people look at me like what do you mean you Come right. on. Do you yeah. mean like you have five Honda Civics poor? <laughs> you <Sure>. know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, we were poor. Like rats and roaches poor. Okay. Like we were poor. Mm -hmm. Like one time my mom made spaghetti and she liked making spaghetti. So in the pot of spaghetti, we opened it, my brother and I, and there was like a roach in the spaghetti. Wow. When you're poor, you don't throw away food, you know? Yeah. You just kind of pick the roach so out. So we picked the roach out and still ate the pot of spaghetti. That's, okay. You know, we were poor. So I'm going to guess you had zero Honda Civics. No, we did, <laughs> we did not have yeah. any Honda Civics. Yeah. No, but yeah, we had like an old car, and, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. We were poor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you said your dad was angry and abusive. Was that because the Cambodian thing didn't work out? I think my dad was honestly looking back now. I think he was angry and abusive because he was bipolar. Oh. Well, but like undiagnosed. Yeah. yeah. So he would have points where he was like a happy, loving dad. Right. And then points where he would just be angry for no reason. And mm. We got, we, you know, we got the butt end of them both, so. That's always the saddest thing to hear yeah. is just people who, is he still with us or is no. he, okay. Well, no, he is. Yeah. But, I mean, he left when I was 15. Okay. So, so not really. Not no. really. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say no on that. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it's just sad when, you know, people from the, pa uh, the past, when these things weren't diagnosed, you know. Yes. And there's just, because I'm sure he was aware of. Something's not right, right here, but I don't know what it is. And yeah. obviously, you guys didn't know what it was, so you just yeah. thought he was. Anyway, uh, I'm glad that we're making progress right, in yeah. that realm. Yes. Uh, so you left when you were 15. Have you mm -hmm. seen him since? Yeah. Then? So okay. he left when I was 15. My mom passed away when I was 30. Okay. 30, okay. like 32 or something. So 15 years later is when he got back in touch with me. Really? Yeah, but I was like, mm, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I mean, I forgive you, but you know, there's no like, I don't have any. Um, how, do you, how do you say it? Like, there's no benefit to our relationship right now. Right. You know, I'm already taking care of myself. Yeah, you've been on your own. Like, you figured it out. You're not giving me a credit know. card. I don't, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we've just kind of parted ways. But Did he reach out because your mom died? Actually, um, I found him, I found his, like, step family. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I found him. Did he have a whole him. other family? Yeah, he had a whole other family. Like, well, my dad is. Before he left you guys did he have a family no okay this so afterwards after, afterwards okay so, so you I guys were like him. the mulligan like mm -hmm. we'll yeah. do it again okay yeah so then i found him and then i called him to say you know mom passed away and he was like oh i heard but he like he didn't call me but anyway so then he so then we talked and he tried to reconnect but you know i just wasn't feeling it sure you no know, it was yeah. it was just better off of both of us that mm -hmm. we just live our separate lives so. okay yeah okay so uh between him leaving at 15 and your mom dying at 30. Mm -hmm. When did, uh, how did you end up in the uh, hand job game? So I used to be a waitress. <laughs> I was a waitress. Okay. No, because my, like I said, we were poor. And yeah. when my dad left, my mom was even more poor, you yeah. know, because she was a single mom too. So then she, one day she asked me for 20 bucks. Mm. And that's when I was like, you know, uh, I'm going to do something else yeah. to like help myself and my brother and my mom. How old were you when she asked that? Uh, I was like 29. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm 39 now. So this okay. was 10 years ago. Yeah. So I was 29. And then um, I looked on Craig. So I said, oh, let me just look for gigs. And yeah. I was trying to be an escort. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I'm having sex anyway. So Might as well get paid I was for like, it. why am I not making a grand every time I have sex with someone? That doesn't make any sense. Because you can still pick your clients. You don't have right. to take every single client, right? Yeah. So, um, but then I saw an ad that said, uh, massage girls wanted, no hand, no, no sex. And a bunch of dollar signs. And I was like, no sex? Well, then let's do that. All right. Yeah. So then I called him and he told me it was hand jobs. And I was like, yes. I'm in. <laughs> I, can do, I, I can do that. <laughs> Did you have any experience with massages? Yeah, just no, just for fun, like with me and my friends. You sure. Know? Yeah. You know, and I had, and actually people tell me that I give good back rubs. Okay. Right. So I'm Fantastic. like, well, I already do it, yeah. you know, and I'm like, if I'm just giving him a hand job, that's easy. I'm like, pe men pay for hand jobs, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just that really like... surprised me. I was like, why am I doing this shit for free? Seriously. <laughs> so it for me, it wasn't like, oh, poor me, I have to do hand jobs. For me, it was like, all right, fuck, you know, <laughs> I'm a businesswoman, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So which I, is yeah. funny to me because I just I have always found hand jobs to be incredibly 
uncomfortable. <laughs> because it's just like there's nothing yeah, else yeah. going on. You yeah, know? yeah, it is uncomfortable. Like it's for every. I mean, you know, there's some pleasure for me, but for the most part, it's just like, well, we're just here. There's, but you know, a lot of guys, a lot of guys say they're like. Not a lot of women give good hand jobs, mm. right? Maybe that's it. And a lot of women probably don't like it because, again, there's no, you know, it's just not a wrist action. You get sore, then you gotta yeah, switch it up. You it's know, a whole thing. You know, I don't know. But see, the the thing, <laughs> the thing about hand jobs <laughs> for me, I was I I wasn't the type to be like sexy talk, and you know, sure, I wasn't like that. I was just giving him a massage. He turned over, and I gave him a hand job, and then he left. And some of them were like married, so they talked to me about their wives and. Why they need to go and get a massage. You know, a lot of them are just like, you know, I just want companionship or. Oh, they're justifying to you who isn't asking, but they're just justifying to themselves. You know, and I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) You know, because and then after a while I started, um, I became like a madam. Right. So I started Mm. having girls working for me. That's amazing. (laughs) Because I knew how to like post the ads. Yeah. Take the phone calls. Um determine whether the guy was worth seeing or not because some guys sound creepy and these girls who are on drugs are going to go see like yeah. every guy. You know? How did you make that determination? So if it was a 310 area code, I knew they were rich. Okay. <laughs> Back in the day, you know, it was like West Side LA, you know what I mean? <laughs> if, 213 area code, I was like, mm, what area are you in? You like at that, you know, but then you can hear it in the on the phone. Really? You can hear it. You yeah. just kind of pick up on it? You can you can pick up on it. Because some of them, they don't, if they're on drugs, you can totally tell, mm-hmm. you know, or if they're going to, some of them would like whisper, you know, and they sound really creepy. And I was like, no, I'm not available. But see, other women don't know how to determine that because they just want to make money. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, regardless of the situation. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to put anybody in that kind of danger. But um, apparently I'm not smart enough because I've been busted doing it. So okay. I didn't couldn't tell that they were. <laughs> so before we get to that, I have some some specific questions yeah. that come to mind. Um, what was the longest time it took for to get a guy off? So honestly, like I would just give him a back rub for thirty minutes. Yeah, and then I, they would turn around. Yeah, and it would only take another like ten minutes. Okay, you never had like somebody who just just would. would... Some of them would like hold off. Oh really? You know? Yeah. And they'd be like, slow down because you know. Um, slow down. Why are you in a hurry? And I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, what makes you think that I'm in this? Because fucking anyway, <laughs> there's no pleasure. Here. I know. Yeah. But you know, uh, so it usually it would only be like 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of the weird, weirder things that was said to you during this? Oh my god, I had a guy. Oh my god, can I say this? Please. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> so I was at like a really expensive hotel. I think it was like the standard. Yeah. Some guy on a business trip, white man, you know, just white collar dude. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing. If he was white, I'm like, I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm going over there. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. That sounds really, but I had to protect myself. It was just right. part of. Yeah. You know, but nowadays, white men are kind of. <laughs> I was going to say, we're crazy not, now, we're not but again, so reliable. This is 10 years ago, remember? <laughs> yeah. So, no, he would be like, oh, can you stick your finger in my, in my anus? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, okay, but he seemed clean, right? And he just kept saying, can you, you know, stick your finger in my anus and whatever. And it was like 200 bucks. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you know, the, and then on a deeper level, I would really was in the moment thinking, I'm doing this for my family. Like, I know it sounds like, you know, you, it's all fun and games, but I was like, you know, I got to do it for my family. Well, that was going to be my next question yeah. is that, I mean, it's fun to talk about now, but mm-hmm. I mean, what was that like day to day? Like, I mean, did was it, did you enjoy, I mean, enjoy probably isn't the right word. You were just happy to be making the money for your family. Yes. Cause I was making like 200 an hour, you know? Yeah. Back then, nowadays it's probably more, but back yeah. then it was like 120 an hour, 150 an hour, 200 an hour. And they did, tip you. Did you, t- oh, sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. They no, tip they, they, they tip you. So, so mm-hmm. did you tell anybody this is what you were doing? So you were very open about it. It wasn't like I'm wasn't, ashamed. I was never ashamed, but I was, I wasn't open about it to my conser- more Asian conservative friends. Sure. Not because I, you know, I was like, I didn't want them to feel like, oh, I can't hang out with her now, you know. Because, right. Because they were very, like, college graduate, married after college, like, very, like, uh, conventional. Sure. You know? Yeah. So if I, but they knew I lived in hotels. I stayed at the Doubletree Hotel, mm. like, mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. They thought every, the front desk knew my name, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they thought I was, like, this big businesswoman, which I was. Yeah, sounds you know? like it. But, sounds like it. But, yeah, so my best friends knew, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 
And so at this point, what what who is what was your family? Was your mom? Do you have siblings? Or yeah, did you so have my a, mom. A right now, child or back, yet? back then. Or back then when oh, you were no, doing this. Oh no, this was all pre-baby. Pre-baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this yeah, is basically pre-baby. for your mom and any, anybody this else. This is my mom and my brother. Your brother. I have a younger brother. Younger brother. Who is bipolar schizophrenic? So he got that from mm-hmm. your dad. Yes. Okay. Now is he diagnosed and stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's he's actually out of boarding care, so he's being taken care of. Okay. Because after my mom passed, I was like, I can't do it. Right. I couldn't take care of him mm-hmm. and make money and, you know. Right. So he has really good insurance and good. they're taking care of him and he's doing well. So that's good. Is he LA in LA? Yeah, he's in Pico Rivera. Oh, cool. So mm-hmm. you're able to like visit and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you were basically just taking, so you're taking care of your, um, your brother and your mom. Yes. Okay. And was she, was she working at that point too? She was working. She, no, my mom no. was working at like donut shops. Okay. You know, like yeah. little odd jobs here mm-hmm. and there. Yeah. She'd ask me, she's she like, what do you do for work now? I'm like, oh, I'm a massage therapist. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, does that make good money? I'm like, yeah, that makes really, cause you know, massage therapist, you can make good money. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was like, yeah, massage therapist. And so she like told all her friends I was a massage therapist. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> a side thing that kind of makes me chuckle is that when, you initially, when you first reached out to that Craigslist ad and I, you were talking to a guy or something. Yes. And uh, I liked that the qualifications for the job were that, well, I, my friends tell me I give good back rubs. Like, <laughs> I know. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, like no yeah. certificates or anything else. And you know what? These things, <laughs> I, I talk about all this in my standup, by yeah. the way. So, you know, it's, I haven't gotten in as, you know, because you're asking me questions. Sure. So I'm giving you more info. But yeah. yeah, I met the guy, like, I was, I was so risky back then. Mm-hmm. Like, I just called him and he was like, hand jobs. I said, okay. He's like, I'll pick you up. We're going to take pictures of you. Okay. I go to his house. He's a drug dealer, a drug dealer, drug addict, alcoholic. Sure. He was a pimp, right? But of course I was like, oh, he's, but he's so handsome and he's saving me. And so I dated him. Oh, did you? I started dating him. Oh God, he was terrible. But I (laughs) dated him for like three weeks, but he taught me everything. Oh, and wow. that's how I was able to branch off and be my own madam, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So something good came of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, was it, <laughs> I can't, was it the cliche, pen? like he didn't walk around with a no, cane? No, he, he just looked like the typical, like he just looked like the typical thug mm-hmm. who drove a tinted Lexus with like shiny rims. So what about that attracted you to My him? daddy issues. Daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it was my daddy issues. Yeah, it was it? the danger, you know, mm-hmm. the asshole. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because my dad was kind of an angry asshole. So I'm like, I guess that's love, right? I guess that's, you mm-hmm. know. So you it's know, a real thing. It's a thing, man. Okay. But yeah. you were able to get yourself out of it after I a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. All right. You I seen did. him lately? No. <laughs> my God, he hit me up a few times. He was like, oh my God, you have a child now? I was like, Ugh. I didn't. I didn't even respond. Yeah. You know, sorry, I was sorry. You weren't invited to the baby shower. I know, pimp. like no. But it was crazy because he ended up in jail. He ended up in jail for that a few seem years. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> but I. Good thing I wasn't like yeah. You know, yeah involved in that. Oh wow. Okay, and just so yeah. to backtrack a little more, what leading up to this, what were the different jobs that you had? Um, I waitressed. Waitress. That mm-hmm. was pretty. So much I waitress. I worked in marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, I did multi-level marketing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a kind of like Herbalife, that kind of structure. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But with a different company. I did that in the East Coast for like six, 10 years. Oh, wow. Where were you yeah, living? Which was really cool. Huh? Where I worked in New living? Jersey. Oh, you're in Jersey. Okay. But worked in New York. So that was fun. I Very bet. different from LA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally I came back from <laughs> I came back from New York and I, I just hurt everybody's feelings for being <laughs> so like straightforward, you know? <laughs> yeah i hurt my roommate's feelings i was telling everybody just straight up what what i thought and it people were like uh. it took me a long time to realize like people from new york like if you can you just have to accept the bluntness as they care enough to just be honest with mm-hmm. you as opposed to you know everyone else like hides behind it you know Cause it's, yeah. i mean so, there's plenty of assholes there too they just tell you to go fuck yourself or whatever yeah but there's just a bluntness that i found right and i try my best to just appreciate it right even if Oftentimes, it sounds condescending. And, it does. <laughs> you and know. you know, like in New York, in my experience, if they don't like you, they just won't talk to you. So if they're talking to you, then they like you. You know, it took me a while to learn that. But. Which it's kind of nice because it cuts mm-hmm. through the bullshit. Because mm-hmm. out here, everyone's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> and then they're all yeah. like, but in their head, they're thinking like, fuck this person. I know, no, no. right? Like, it's kind of nice. It's just like, oh, you don't like me. Great. Great. We'll just move on. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, okay. So you went there. Then what brought you back to L.A.? Oh, so I came back to LA because I just didn't want to do the marketing thing sure. anymore. 
So yeah. I came back and then I started waitressing again. And, you know, it was easy money waitressing. Yeah. And was, did you come back somewhat with the idea of getting into entertainment? Yes. Okay. So I've always wanted, to, of course, you know, I, you know, actually, I never thought that I could do stand up comedy. Really? Like I always watched stand up comedy and I was mm -hmm. always like, man, these people can, they're really fucking killing it. Yeah. And I'm like, I could never do that. But after I became a mom, I was like, well, what can be harder than being a parent? Wow. That's cool. So we'll get to that because that's, yeah, yeah. that's a real a benefit you probably weren't expecting <laughs> no, from having a kid. No, I was not. That's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, but, okay. Yes, so. so you're in the, you're in the game, you're giving massages, mm -hmm. you're dating pimps, you get mm -hmm. out of the pimp relationship. Yep. And then uh, how long are you doing this before things uh, go south? So I did it for like a year. Okay. And then literally, Joe, I was like really tired of looking at dicks. Like I'm not kidding. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I say that as a joke, but it was true. No, I'm sure. Like people yeah. are like, but why did you really get out? And I'm like, because getting busted, that don't bother me. You know, <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I didn't have sex with them. So right. it didn't, I wasn't like getting charged for mm -hmm. prostitution and whatever. So. I'm like, ah, spending time in jail, whatever. I got to sleep, you know? Yeah. But like looking at dicks, really, I was like, I, I can't. It mm. got to a point where clients would call me and I would get like uh, 10 clients a day or whatever, you mm. know, anywhere from like three to 10 a day. Mm -hmm. So um, they would call me and I just wouldn't want to answer the phone. Yeah. So then I knew like, and then I had a stalker. Now I remember. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. So this guy call kept calling me. He was like, I'm watching you at your hotel room. And I see you walking to the store and you're, and he would describe what I was wearing. He'd be like in your short shorts and your tank top. And, and I was like, what the fuck? So then I knew it was time to get out. Yeah. How, how many times had he seen you? I mean, like, or he, had you, you know, he had called me. I remember he called me like twice. Yeah. He called me twice. And I was like, uh, okay. That was enough for me. Like I was, I'm not, I'm dangerous, but not that dangerous. Sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> a stalker. We should date. <laughs> I like your tenacity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I'm wearing? I'm so flattered. You, know, yeah. you would take the time I to know. follow me around? You would take the time to just park in front of my room and figure this. Uh, God damn. So, yeah. So that's what happened. And then I just, I decided, okay, I'm just going to not do it anymore. Mm -hmm. You know? Okay. Yeah. The money wasn't worth it anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And mm -hmm. I imagine you'd probably save some, hopefully. During that year. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was spending it like I yeah, was. That makes I sense. Was I was like 20. I was so stupid. You right. Know? Well, and if you're having 10 clients a day, yeah. the money's just it's coming it in. Just it's keeps always coming, coming in. in yeah. So why not if it goes out? Right. Um, and being poor growing up, too. So mm, I was poor growing up. So when right, I had money, right, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine you probably took care of your mom and all that mm -hmm. stuff. And yeah. Okay. So when does the uh, arrest happen? So I, <laughs> I the, the first time I go to an out call, an out call means you go to their place. I go to a hotel and I'm, there was only one other car there. I don't know why I was so stupid. So I'm like, okay, let me go in, you know, in my yeah. little black dress, you know, sure. I walk in and then he goes, <laughs> and then he's talking to me. He goes, um, so we're going to do full service and full service means you're going to have sex with him. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, no, I, I don't do full service. I don't do full service. He's like, okay, um, do you do topless? And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do it here? <laughs> Why did life give me these boobs? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I'm not going to make money from them, that doesn't make any sense. No, so, so, um, yeah, so he, he, and then he goes, I was like, okay, but I'm not having sex. Okay. So then he leaves the money on the counter. You're not supposed to exchange the money, right? You're mm. not supposed to do that because then he's paying you. But right. if it's a gift, it's fine. I see. So I love the technicalities it. of yeah, law. It's so funny. So then he goes, well, I'm going to go outside and get some ice. He goes, do you want some ice? And you want some something from the vending machine? My dumbass was like, no, I'm, I'm good. Okay, I'll see you. He goes out to get ice. I'm in the restroom, like, checking myself. And then boom, boom, boom. Like, I hear, like, a loud knock on the yeah. door. And they're like, police. And I was like, I'm the smart one. How am I getting arrested ah, here? You know? Shit. Yeah. So then they cuffed me to the chair and they kept asking me, where's your pimp? Where's your pimp? And I was like, I don't have a pimp. Yeah. And you go, why don't you have a pimp? And I'm like, why would I want to share my profits? Like, what? I don't understand. Yeah. You're talking common business. Yeah. Sense. And just <laughs> I was like, like, what is No, but there's got to be a pimp. Like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm self-employed. <laughs> right. Why, why would I have a pimp? But yeah. So um, they kept saying, tell your pimp to come and get you, you know, because they were trying to, of course, bust Right. The pimp. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't have one. <laughs> I'm I am the pimp. 
I am the pimp. Right, but yes. And then after the while, they talked to me for a long time because they were busting other girls in the next. So the whole hotel was a sting operation. Uh, okay. Motel. I was going to ask why they yeah. chose you, but it was just a whole. It was a yeah. whole. You know, I just happened to take that call. Right. And then, um, so I just sat there chatting with them and I was just talking to them and everything and they were having beers and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? What's happening right now? So I think after a while, they kind of knew that I really wasn't a prostitute prostitute. Yeah. Yeah, but, they could see like you got your yeah, stuff together. Yeah, yeah. You know? So then they had to take me in anyway because, you know, that was the first time. <laughs> right. And then I spent like three days in like Glendale. No, I forgot which jail, but in like a local jail, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Kind of the drunk the tank city jail. kind of Yeah, thing. not LA County. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. So okay. that was the first time. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second time was at the Days Inn in Glendale. <laughs> That guy really Fine had hotel. me give him, he really had me give him a whole massage. Yeah. You know, I asked him to turn around and he turned around and then I reached for his penis and then he goes, have you ever had a Red Bull? And I was like, what? <laughs> but that was their code, right? Because they was recording. They were recording. Was that like, was their the code? Fuck? And I was like, what? <laughs> and then he goes, you had to have a Red Bull? And I was like, what? And then boom, like, like the cops busted in. Yeah. Wow. Yep. What did what what went with through your head that second time? Oh, the first thing I said was I didn't have sex with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't no sex. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it's crazy because honestly now every time I hear a loud knock, I still jump. I bet. Yeah. I'm still like, what the f-? even though I'm not doing anything, you know, I'm sure. not doing massages anymore, right? But I wonder yep. how much time went into deciding what the key word was going to be. I have no have idea. Have you ever had a Red Bull? Because it came out of nowhere. Because <laughs> yeah. we'd be like, oh, so, you know, how's your life? And what do you do? And <laughs> and he, I turned turns around and I was like, so, you know, is this massage okay? Have you ever had a Red Bull? Like, it just came out of nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck? But um, anyway, okay, so... Uh, so did they keep, did they ask you again about a pimp and all that stuff or no, this one was, I was just like, because he knew that cause I didn't have sex with him. Right. Cause I would have already had sex with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Because he was already getting the massage and everything. Mm-hmm. So they kind of just, they gave me a ticket and they say, go to court. Mm. And they let me go. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I did go to court. Yeah. And she was like, the court, the judge said you're on probation mm-hmm. for three years. Okay. Get an HIV test. And you have to do like however many hours of community service. It was a lot. Yeah. Like a hundred. I have a stand-up joke about that. You want to hear that? Yeah, yeah. So if the judge goes, probation, hand job, I mean, HIV <laughs> test, community service. And I was like, first of all, can a hand job give me HIV? <laughs> and second of all, I thought I was servicing the community. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. But it sounds better on stage. Yeah. Well, no, but no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. That's, that's good. <laughs> so, but I didn't do any of that. No? You didn't do any of the hours or anything? Nope. Because <laughs> I thought, you know. I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? Like, I right. just, like, what am I above the law? Like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. yeah. Now you think that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. By the time you're just like, well, fuck that. Yeah. Okay. And then did you go back to working or were you done at that yes. point? You did no, go back. No, I okay. did go back. I'm telling you, the arrest did not did, bother me. Right. Okay. It was the looking at dicks. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> and the stalker, of course, but yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? That's crazy because I forgot about the stalker until I talked to you. Yeah. Had he been a client for a while? The stalker? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I never found out who he was. Oh. He just well, stopped I guess calling. That's true. He just stopped calling. Yeah. So well, I'm like, good. okay, well. Well, speaking of that, I did just want to. I mean, did, other than voices, I mean, it's just it. Was it ever scary walking into a situation where it's like I don't know what I'm walking into? Yes. So if okay. I go to a place where it looks sketchy, yeah, I won't go in. Okay. So I like I'll call and I'll say I'm sorry I'm not gonna take this you know. Yeah. There'd be some guys I would just keep up. Come on, come in. And by that time you're like, I know you're gonna be sketchy, so I'm not going in. Right. Because most guys, if you call and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, it doesn't feel right to me, you know, they'll say, okay, I understand. And they'll find somebody else. Right. Right. I've had that before where I'm just like, ooh, what is this? Yeah. I did. There was one in Compton, mm-hmm. and this guy had me go over to his business. <laughs> In like the ghetto, right? And then, did, am I allowed to say ghetto? My yeah. God, I didn't know what other word to use. But um, and the, he had bulletproof glass and stuff. Mm. And I was like, I can't go in there. I'm sorry. I I showed up, but I was yeah. like, it's Just you know, do I don't it. feel safe. Yeah. And he kind of got upset, and I'm like, I'm not going in there with you. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Was there ever any times you did go in and then realized you needed to get out? 
No. No? Okay. Because I was really, really careful about sure. that. Yeah. Really careful. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then, um, did the arrests go anywhere? Like, did, did you get, did, did it ever catch up to you that you didn't do your hours or anything? Yes. Yeah, so like, f- so five years later, I'm driving to like a gig or something and then I get pulled over in Downey. Uh-huh. And then, um, so they're checking my license and whatever and they're like, ma'am, can you get out of the car? <laughs> and I was like, Why? You know, but you don't say why in your head. You're yeah. like, okay, so I get out of the car and they cuff me. They cuff me. Oh, and right. I said, what, what's going on? And she goes, you know, you have a bench warrant for <laughs> for a failure to appear or something like that. Yeah. And you have a bench. And it was a lot of money for like, it's like you had community service you were supposed to do, blah, blah, blah for back, you know, mm. back then. And then I was like, oh, shit. So she really took me into Glendale jail. Mm-hmm. And then not Glendale, Downey jail. And then the cops from Glendale came to pick me up to take me to Glendale Mm -hmm. to deal with that. Mm -hmm. And this is a true story. Listen. Mm -hmm. So the cops that were driving me from Downey to Glendale. Yeah. He goes, he was like looking at my, (laughs) he checked his little screen in the car, you know, and he was like, wait, he goes, I remember you. He was like, I was there during your sting operation. Isn't that crazy? Wow. It was the same. He was in. Oh, my God. Because it was more than one. Not the guy I was giving a massage to, but he was one of the cops that busted in. Sure. Yeah. And I was, was like, he drinking a Red Bull? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, how's, how's that Red Bull? Huh? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, shut up. Wow. So then he calls that Asian guy, that the Asian cop that I was giving a massage to. Uh-huh. And he messaged him and he was like, oh, you know, remember that sting operation we did? And. We got her, you know, in the back seat. But yeah, so I ended up going. Yeah, but I ended up in L.A. County Oof. for that. And I was there for 12 days. It was a long time. Okay. Well, I mean, long time in my in my head. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, for I mean, know, it's nothing for people but... who haven't been there before. Yes. 12 days. Yes. You know, yeah. Yes. Wow. I was there for 12 days. So then oh, did you have to end up doing the hours or anything? Um. Yeah. So then they, they were like, OK. So the only reason why I was there for 12 days is because because. They, the system was backed up Mm. and it didn't show that I was released. That was the only, that's the only reason. So they kept taking me back and forth to court because the fucking system was behind. So one day, one of the cops there, the deputies or whatever was like called up to the clerk and was like, Hey, can you just check on this person? Cause she's been, cause everybody in jail knew I didn't need to be in jail. Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. I, I'm like, I have a job. Of mm-hmm. course, I lost that job. I would imagine. <laughs> when I got out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I just need to go back to my job. Like, yeah. it's not like I'm going back to the streets, you know? Right. So they, they a lot of the cops ended up helping me out, which okay. was really cool. How long were you supposed to be in jail? For like a night? Yeah, it was like a night. Wow. Because, you know, only because it was like I couldn't see the judge. When, you know, it, right, right, right. About, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. these, you know. And then, um, yeah. So I ended up there 12 days, bologna sandwiches every day. <sighs> yep. Man. Okay. All right. So you get out. Where are you work? Well, where were you working before so you got time, in? So that time I was a restaurant manager. You were a manager. Can okay. You, can you? Isn't that crazy? I was a. Re- I, my life was, you know, going in a different direction. Right. Yeah, I was a restaurant manager. So of course I call my district manager, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, I was arrested. You know. <laughs> of course I told her the truth. Why didn't I just make something up? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, I was arrested. It was five years ago. I just didn't take care of stuff and it caught up to me. And then she messaged me like, well, when can we, you know, when can you come in and talk? And I was like, oh, maybe she'll give me a second chance like an idiot. But she didn't. She was like, I'm sorry. This is your last paycheck. <laughs> uh, I know. Okay. And so uh, what was the relationship like, like at that point? Had you met the soon to be? Oh, God. Oh, no. So isn't this crazy? So after the jail, I get out like it was like Labor Day around that time, September. Mm I meet my son's dad in October. Okay. On (laughs) OkCupid. Bringing the best together. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was free and I didn't want to pay for it. Sure. I I had had an account on (laughs) OkCupid. I remember just being very lowly at like 2 a.m. in my grandmother's house in Cincinnati. Just like, why don't I have any money? <laughs> and create an account in OK for on OK, OK yeah, Cupid. So yeah. no judgment. <laughs> no, yeah. So OK Cupid. And he yeah. was from he's from India. He was like, I'm I'm just here for work for you know a month. Yeah. And I was like, cool. 
And, you know, I've never dated an Asian man, an Indian man, because mm-hmm. they're not really my type, you know, whatever. But um, I was like, well, I'll go out with him, you know. Sure. He's an engineer, so he says, you know, he could be an IT guy. I don't know. <laughs> so he was like, um, so I said, okay. And he made me laugh on the phone. So I went out with him and met him. And I was like, well, I don't really like him. Mm-hmm. So I'll just have sex with him. Sure. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And he's just visiting anyway. He's what, just visiting. Not? It's yeah. not going to be a thing, you right. know? Yeah. So like we have two, a two-night stand. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And then one oops. Oh. Yep. He goes back to India. And I find out I'm pregnant, right? And I tell him, and he goes, I don't want you to keep him. And I was like, oh, well, now I'm going to. You know? <laughs> Did you have a kid out of spite? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, well, now I am. But you know, that. but the truth is when the doctors came in to talk to me and he was, you know, he thought that I was going to get an abortion because mm-hmm. when he walked in, I was like, I'm not ready. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, we'll do what, you know, we support you. But as he was talking to me, I was picturing myself on the abortion table. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to go through that. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, and I was already 35 at the time. So okay. I'm like, I'm just going to keep him. So this was like four years ago? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I wow. kept him. And now here we are. Wow. Yeah. His dad's still in India. And does we he don't want talk. any uh, no talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? I'll be honest. I, I, I preferred it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Because... It wasn't like we were in a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't in love with him. Right. I wasn't heartbroken. So, to me, it was like, I don't want to deal with raising a child and a screaming toddler and a guy I don't like. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, I don't want to be like, so where's the child support? Like, where, you know, I don't want to be in that battle. I just want to be happy. Right. Well, and like you mentioned, you really weren't into him anyway. I wasn't. It was just a sex yeah. thing. Yeah. So, and for so... me, it was like, oh, my God, I'm so heartbroken. Yeah. You know, so he even asked me. He goes, <laughs> one day we chatted. And he was like, well, you know, we can get married. He just wanted a visa. You know what I mean? Sure. He's like, we can get married and I can get a visa and I can come take care of you guys. And I was like, well, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. But he never asked how I was doing. He was never like, you know, what can I do for you? Nothing. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> so now here we are. And I'm like, it's crazy because now I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. That's, that's the, great. That's the crazy part. Yeah. yeah. Super happy. Wow. I'm stressed the fuck out because parenting is hard, but... <laughs> Well, oh, sorry. I love it. It's, yeah. you know, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Parenting and stand-up comedy. Yeah. Parenting on your own. I mean, that's a lot to juggle. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you go to show? I mean, go to, you know, it's such, it's such a night-driven industry, mm-hmm. stand-up. Yes, So it how is. do you balance that? So I pay someone else to parent my child. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen my child in four years. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> He's, you know, I FaceTime him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I just have really, I've been fortunate to have good sitters mm-hmm. who I trust, who treat them like family, you know. Yeah. Um. So I do that, but I only go to like 8 p.m. shows. Mm-hmm. I can't do shows later than that because mm-hmm. I want to pick him up by a certain time, you know. Right. So there's those limitations. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, fuck it, I'll just make it work. Yeah, exactly. You know. Well, what else are you going to do, mm-hmm. you know? And you know what? The mom guilt is real though, Joe. I'm serious. Yeah. I don't know if you ever want kids. You want kids? Yeah. yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what dads feel like because I'm just not a dad. But the it's guilt. You feel guilty. Mm-hmm. You feel guilty like just when you leave. Because mm-hmm. you're like, yeah. and my friends always have to remind me, like, you wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for him. Because I honestly don't want him to grow up with rats and roaches, mm-hmm. you know. And I yeah. don't want him to grow up like with the angry parents or just unhappy mom or you know. Yeah. So I do my best to keep myself happy, so he knows, like, oh, okay, this is what life is supposed to be like, not. And not everything's a struggle. You yeah. Know? Well, so. you may have already answered it with that, but mm-hmm. uh, how specifically did having your son propel you to try stand up? <laughs> you may have just answered it. <laughs> no, but. because seriously, I f- <laughs> I always wanted to do stand up, and then one day I was googling, and they was like, "Oh, stand up comedy class." I'm like, "They teach stand up comedy," <laughs> but the thing was, I'm like, nothing is harder than parenting. Mm-hmm. Once you parent, you're like. <laughs> stand-up comedy you know (laughs) (laughs) sure what do i give a shit what these strangers think what do i care who am i trying to impress seriously because you just give the older you get you just give less fucks right and Mm -hmm. then like the once you become a parent you just have very low tolerance for bs so then i'm just like you know i'm gonna go balls out because i want to be able to tell him like i i tried i did it so when he's like oh i want to be a rocket scientist Go be a rocket scientist. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I and I also don't want to live vicariously through him. Right. 
So I want to yeah. do my own thing. I feel like that's a theme with, with comedians or actors. You know, oftentimes yeah. it seems like there was the struggling parent who had resentment towards them and then eventually <laughs> yeah. on their deathbed said, I'm proud of you, you know? And so, <laughs> oddly enough, death. I've heard that story. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you got to live your dreams and I had to sacrifice. Yeah. But yeah, I, I worked at the factory yeah. and, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, so yeah, you don't want to deal with that. Yeah. I don't want to be that parent. Yeah. I just, I just don't, yeah. And so, um, four years into it, it doesn't sound like you would, um, you don't put any pressure on yourself. It's like, oh, he should have like a man in his life oh, and all no. that shit. Like, yeah. He's already learned. He's already, <laughs> he's like a, um, and this is my other stand-up joke. He's be like, mom, he, he learned, he's learned how to say, where's daddy? Cause he's going to be three. He's gonna be three. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Cause I had him at 36. Right, but he was right. like, um, he's like, where's daddy? And I'm like, daddy's in India. So now he's learned how to say, oh, daddy's in India. And he'd be like, what's his name? And I'm like, Aziz Ansari. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he. I hope you hear this joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now this is for uh, trying to foresee the or you know look into the future. Yeah. But um, would you let the Indian dad have any interactions if he wanted to? I'm I'm hoping that he'll look for Ethan, my son's Ethan, mm-hmm. um, when Ethan's old enough to make his own decision. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're gonna wait until. So even if he's ten, right, and he mm-hmm. knows how to make his own decision. And his dad comes around and I'll say, Ethan, do you want to hang out with your dad? And he says, yes. Okay. Right. I mean, I'm going to be there. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but if he's too, like, let's say he's still little, mm-hmm. he doesn't know. I, I'm not, I'm very open to it. So if he ever came back and was like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to be a part of his life now. Sure. I mean, I don't hate him. Right. There's no hate, you know? Sure. And, and that's kind of the gift I think you gave yourself mm-hmm. is that you didn't allow it to get to a point where there was no. any hate. It was just like, hey, I knew you for 48 hours. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, like, we'll keep it at that. I can't really hate you. No, I can't. You know. And here's the bill. No, <laughs> here's three years worth of tap now. <laughs> you just slip it in. You want to see him? Pay Here the tab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, I'm, I don't hate him. So if right. he came around, I'd be like, oh, hey, you know, what's up? Like, I'd still be, because why? What right. A waste of energy. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't so the that. flip of that, like if he hadn't reached out to you, but Ethan was like, when he was 10, like, I want to see my dad, mm-hmm. would you then reach out to, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. But you know what? I don't even know how to reach out to him. Sure. Like uh, I can yeah. find him on Facebook or yeah, that Instagram. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've shown him, I've shown Ethan pictures of his dad. Okay. So yeah, it's yeah, all. I've shown him. So I, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, this is daddy. And he's mm-hmm. like, daddy? <laughs> you know, he doesn't completely know, sure. but he's yeah. getting there, you know? Yeah. So I'm very open with that stuff. So how long have you been doing stand-up then? I've been doing stand-up not even a year. That's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, November of last year. Wow. Very yeah. cool. That's why when I said I have a high respect for stand-up comedy and it yeah. took me, you know, even right now I'm like, I'm a comedian. Yeah. But it's like, am I though? You know, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> sometimes yeah. I feel like, am I though? Because yeah. I mean, Chris Rock is a comedian, you know? <laughs> like, sure. Wanda yeah. Sykes is a comedian. Yeah. Her new special is great, by the way. Fuck yeah. yes. A little too preachy that. with Trump, but <laughs> I just... She's so funny. She's funny. But I just, when I, I'm, I'm at this point with <laughs> politics and stand up, it's just so terrible in my life. Like, I just, politics to me is so terrible at this point yeah. that I just want to forget about it. I'm like, yeah. I know, I, like, I stopped watching John Oliver for the same reason. It's oh, like, I just, I love him. Yeah. But I just can't because <laughs> I'm like, it's not a joke anymore. It's just sad. And, <laughs> you know, like, I just have a hard time laughing about it. I'm just like, Ugh. Or like when they get too deep. Like, I don't yeah. follow politics, right? Right. So when they get too deep, like, I want to laugh, so I'm, like, Googling their shit. I'm, like, right. Googling their material. What is, yeah. Who is he talking about? Yeah. You know? Who, who, what, what? I know, yeah. Yeah. But she's still... Yeah, she's they're straight. comedians. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely, yeah. So. Well, I think... I have no doubt you're going to be right up there. You think so? Yeah, I do. Oh, my gosh, thank yeah. you. Well, I, because you know. the biggest thing, and I think it... it there is a benefit to waiting. Yeah. Because uh, you are just completely comfortable with yourself. Oh, and I think that... Thank God. You know, that's a big part of it, is just yeah. being comfortable up there and not... And like you said, not giving a fuck. So it's like, <laughs> I'm doing this because I want to be doing it. Right. Right. So, you know, I think it's great. And... Um, God, you're smart. <laughs> well, you know. I you have really moments. are. You really are smart. <laughs> you have a lot of insight. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's really you know. cool. I love talking to people with insight about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's your favorite subject. <laughs> No, but you really are smart, though. No, Thank you. You're really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's 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 pretty awesome. Uh, the one I'm trying to formulate in my head, but I think, mm-hmm. um, I think as a society, we're very quick to judge anybody in the sex industry. Mm. 
And I'm just, and I know you kind of basically, I was going to say dipped your toe, but I'd say flicked your hand, <laughs> uh, flicked your wrist in, in it. <laughs> oh my God, that's a great joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel free to use it. If yeah. you ever hear that joke, I'll cut you a check when it's on my special. Terrific. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I think just, and it's not just the sex industry, but I think, uh, you know, it's, it's really great to be able to put a face to, it's, not everybody who's doing this is like some crazy drugged out no yeah you know person right and so i don't know has with that background that you've had has that sort of um influenced the way you think about people or maybe you know don't give them the benefit of the doubt or don't judge them right away cuz it's like i you don't know what their situation is or you know i'm still judgmental <laughs> no <laughs> but you know what i like to say like uh, you know what's crazy? Because I joke about being judgmental. Mm. But if someone came to me, if one of my friends came to me and told me their deepest, darkest secret, I would not walk away. You know? Yeah. Like right. I'm very compassionate when it's like deep, real, mm -hmm. authentic shit. Yeah. But when it's like, oh, I can't come to work today because I have cramps. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, take sure. an Advil. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um, no, I do. I do find myself like, like anybody. I do find myself judging and then I catch myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, well, who am I to judge? Right. Because, you know, people never thought, like when I walked in, a lot of my clients would tell me that too. They'd be like, oh shit, I didn't expect, you know, I didn't expect you to be like not on drugs, you know? Right. Just like a put together person. <laughs> yeah. Or when right. I answer the phone, they're like, you sure you're Asian? Because <laughs> they'd expect like an accent, Are you, you know? Sure? <laughs> they expect like, you know, the sex workers oh, okay. from Thailand yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. like, you're Asian, right? I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> pretty yeah. sure i had my phone voice too like my my what friend always, <laughs> my not a phone voice but my friend would always go like that's why you always book clients because you know my phone all of a sudden because i talk like this right yeah but when when my client phone would ring i'd be like hello this is linda you know oh wow <laughs> like, oh, sweet my name yeah. is linda <laughs> it sounds like sweet linda the secretary right, the <laughs> right my ad was like sweet sexy curvy asian linda that oh, was my title right so yeah. then when i i played the role yeah. I was like, hi, this is Linda. Yes, I'm available. I'll see you soon. You know, like. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. See you soon. And my, my guy friend would be like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> you don't talk to me like that. <laughs> the fuck? Are you not paying me 200 an hour? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. Pay me $200. I'll talk to you anywhere you want. <laughs> <laughs> 200 an hour. You're making yeah. me cry while I was laughing. But, um, but yeah, so. Yes. So yeah. you just never know. Right. What, you know. Yeah. You well, know. yeah. I, thank you so much for coming on and talking about all for this. For sure. Um, I really, yeah, this is a great conversation. And uh, where can people find you on social media? Oh, so my Instagram is at Lynn Sun TV. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. my Facebook is just Lynn Sun. You'll find me. Cool. That's mm -hmm. great. Um, well, yeah, this was great. So thanks. Thank for you for on. having me. You're so cool. Right back at you. I'm going to expect every single podcast to be like this. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no meaning like with other people. I'm oh, like, yeah. well, you're, I'm going to compare everybody to you. <laughs> Hopefully I've set a good standard. <laughs> you did. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Definitely. <laughs> that was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I'm really excited to see where Len, uh, Len ends up in the comedy world. I think she's got a bright future ahead of her and, uh, I can't wait to follow along. So if you enjoyed this conversation, do the thing on the iTunes. It's greatly appreciated. Email me at badtimesgoodstoriespodcast@gmail.com and uh, check out badtimesgoodstoriespod.com for all the stuff. That's all I've got for this week. So until next Wednesday, keep laughing.